Welcome. Thank you for, you know, there's a lot of competing uh, events, finals, and you chose to come to hear us. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, why don't we welcome Franciscan University's new chamber. so you already know this, so I'm sorry if I bore you, but um, we have a special passion, and that's to bring the message of divine mercy to those in need of the most, which is you and me. But there is a, a category in our culture that really is desperate. We played at two nursing homes uh, this past week, and I only want to take a minute to share this with you because it's, it, it's so moving to me. When we entered into that space, and I say it that way because it really is like a different realm, it was a cut below an adoration chapel because I felt like I was looking into the eyes of Christ everywhere. They were there, if you guys remember, they came out to hear us 35 minutes before the show. They were in their places. I mean, I could have cried just being there. Um, we brought the message, it's shortened program, we brought the message of divine mercy, we had our kids make rosaries for it, we handed out to anyone who wanted it. Divine mercy chaplets, they're all scooped up, and I talked to them about having some of our people here at Franciscan come down and have a weekly divine mercy chaplet prayer meeting with uh, a meditation and stuff. And they would, really, they just said, if anyone walks through our doors, we're just happy to have, have them come. So to be able to bring that message to those people, just I just saw their eyes. I still could cry thinking about it. Um, anyway, so this is that's our mission. We're going to make it more mostly a concert for all you. So we're not going to. We had the chaplet actually played last time. We're going to be focused a little more on the music, and I'll speak a little bit about this piece we're about to play. I don't know how many of you ever heard of this. Saw our program, it's got outer space on it, and we're like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> um, the piece is called Unanswered Questions. Most people in my field think it's a really profound piece because the question's never answered. And I'll give you, I'll tell you really briefly, you've got a common man asking the question, whatever that is, it's a mystery. You have the poets and the philosophers over here in the woodlands and trying to answer the question. It's, it gets more and more chaotic. And all the while, you have uh, the kind of music of the spheres, we call it. It's creation. So most people that hear this piece say, you end up with this question that's unanswered. But for us as Catholics, the answer is here the whole time. It's really misnamed. The question that has been answered, and you'll hear it in the beauty of the stars when we get the spheres. Um, this is an ambitious program for us. Things that sound easy are extremely hard. 
they're going to hold notes for 40 seconds by themselves. And I can tell you, if you listen, go, look, go on Spotify and hear recordings, pros can do it. You have a hard time with it. These guys are really close <laughs> to doing it. So I'm really proud of them. Anyway, this is Ives, the unanswered question. Hope you enjoy it.
So as we reset, I'll welcome my uh, very, very good friend for many, many years. We actually went to conservatory or nearly at the same time. I think we just missed each other. This is Alan Merrill. Posed, our philosophers respond in an increasingly hostile and chaotic manner. You've heard the creator and creation. We as Catholics are so blessed and graced the fact that we know the creator personally. And this piece is one of my favorite, most, I guess you could say it embodies love in a very special way. And that, of course, is what God is, who God is. So we're going to do our best to try to evoke that emotion, and I couldn't have asked for a better person to do this than my friend Alan, so thank you.
Caleb to the first Bach suite. At the end of every piece that um, Bach wrote, he wrote Soli Theo Gloria, to God alone the glory. So um, even though this piece wasn't written specifically for a church, that was his heart whenever he composed it. This is the prelude to the first children. Sound easy, but that's <laughs> hard. <laughs> that's pretty hard too. Um, some great recordings I know of that sound a lot like that. Um, it's 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 really hard to pull off some of the things. Um, we're about to play Brandenburg Third Concerto. This is the very first classical piece I ever played as a child, and uh, I played in the bridge version made for middle school. It was a unique string orchestra. There's someone from that group that is in the Minnesota Orchestra, the Milwaukee Symphony, the Lyric Opera Orchestra of Chicago, and someone in the Cleveland Orchestra. That's unheard of for a middle school, small middle school, to have that many future pros. That's why we could play it, actually, because we were at least at a level to do it. 
This is, uh, that was a, a children's version. This is the real version. Uh, this is really ambitious. And I just, I'm a teacher uh, much of my professional life and it's all about the carrot. I'm always putting the carrot out there, out there, out there. I really did it this time. Um, anyway, so anyone believes in prayer? Offer one up, and we're going to go for it.
let alone music majors. These are people that happen to bring their instruments to school. Some of them forgot to bring their instruments to school or they had to have them retrieved. This is, I'm not sure if anyone can appreciate, I could almost cry. This is a, a real accomplishment. This extremely complex, extremely hard to hold together. Individual parts are very advanced. I just don't know what to say. Except praise God and be grateful to them. And thanks for your help. <laughs> so we can all join and thank our blessed mother right now. It's Emily Kern. One thing new this year is we have some wind players, some fine wind players. I'm hoping to feature, feature them more. 